All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about IPs. This is something that people bring up a lot, you know, in the Facebook groups and whatnot. Um, dealing with licensed IPs, how do you approach a publisher if you have a licensed IP game in mind, that kind of thing? This is something you've been working on for a little bit yeah. now, so you've got, a, you, you've got some background, some experience in this. So tell me, first of all, like, why it's a good idea to develop games with licensed IPs in mind, and then kind of give me more of the details. Give me more, like, what people would be uh, needing to know about it. Right. So, I mean, the, the big thing for publishers about why I, licensed IPs are, are really great is because there's already an audience for it, right? Yeah. You know, when, uh, when, when Plan B uh, published Azul, there wasn't an audience for Azul, right? Mm-hmm. It, but it, it, it was a great game, and so there, there grew an audience for it. But when, when you're talking about, like, licensed IP, you, there's already an audience for it. And so that's one of the big advantages to designing for or designing with an IP in mind is that there's already people who are going to buy that game, and it doesn't even exist yet, right? Like, yeah. you, you know that. Yeah, definitely. And so what would you what would you tell as far as people that are maybe developing a game right now? They're working on a game with a certain IP in mind, which typically people say don't do, right? They say don't do that because it's yeah. so hard to kind of get the license on that. But what would you tell people in that situation? Sure. And like, I mean, there's I, I don't know that there's a ton of opportunities for, for that. I'm, and I'm, I'm not necessarily advocating for it, but um, I, I guess... I it's studying the, the, the audience and studying the market and that sort of stuff, right? Like if I'm, if I'm designing the, uh, you know, the, the, so, so something that, that sticks out to me is that like if I'm going to design a game or for, if, if I want to design something for an IP, it's because I love that IP, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking about how much I love that IP. And I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, I want to, I want, I want to put this in the, in the game uh, because I love that thing in that IP. But that's not always like the important thing to think about. The important thing to think about is is what is that, what what does that IP mean to like its audience? Like what is the experience and the and the and the feeling that the people get when they consume that media, right? So if you're talking about like a movie or or a, a, an animated show or something like that, like if you, it's a comic book, like think about like consume it and 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 think about it. Like take a step back for a minute and think about why other people would enjoy it. What what it is that makes it so enjoyable, and and you want to convey that same that same feeling and experience in your game. Yeah, definitely. Now, talk to me from your from your point of view. You're a publisher. You're looking for games yeah. right now to develop and, and kind of put IPs on them. So, right. kind of talk to me about what that looks like. Yeah. So, it, it, there's there's a, a few different angles that I approach it. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm I'm looking at a game and I'm like, oh man, this this game gives me this sort of feeling, and so that sort of feeling is actually really like kind of the same feeling that I get when I read this comic or that I get when I play this video game. So, like, is this something? And and I'll I'll kind of Ask the designer if like they're they're uh, they, they'd be interested in you know, licensing or in, in putting putting an IP on it or something like that, right? Um, or uh, on on a on the other side of things, it's like I will uh, I will I will have uh, have I have IPs in mind like that that either you know Deepwater has the rights to or that I've created personally, uh, and I'll I'll be specifically seeking out something that that sparks. That, 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 that sparks some sort of connection there, right? Like uh, if, if I have uh, a vampire IP, that, you know, I have a vampire IP that I'm working on. And so uh, if, if, I wanted, if, if I wanted to seek out a game for that, it's like, well, you know, are, are, first off, is anybody, you know, making vampire games? Or on top of that, are, is anybody making a game that mechanically or, or, or um, in, in general, like conveys a, a feeling that uh, could pertain to the, to the IP, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think, again, it goes back into... Kind of what your your goals are, right? If you're yeah. uh, if you're a designer and you want to design a game based on a certain IP, certain TV show or yeah. comic book, or whatever, think about right. that audience and all that good stuff. And then as a, yeah. as a publisher, I guess you're thinking the same thing. It's like, okay, this is the audience that's already right. built in. 
their yeah. family style, they're yeah. more of a family-oriented thing, so this needs to be a family-oriented game, things like that. Right. Now, any other advice you'd give somebody that's just kind of thinking about IPs or, or yeah. making games based on that or anything like that? So it's, it's not outrageous. And it's not like uncommon to get uh, licenses and IPs. And I think it's getting more popular and it might honestly be getting a little bit more difficult based on how popular it's getting. Uh, but, uh, you know, for the past few years, it has not been super difficult to get IPs. And so if there is something like you're seriously interested in, then like, you know, it, it helps to network and find out like how, how you can acquire that IP and like and, and develop something in that in that space. So it's not, it, you know, a lot of people say don't design a game for, for an IP and, and you definitely shouldn't if it's like Nintendo because you're never going to get that license, right? right. But um, if there's like, if there's some like, you know, B horror movie that you just absolutely love, like, uh, and I, I say B and then I'm going to bring up this example, but like Evil Dead, right? Like there's the Evil Dead uh, board game and that's a whole other story. But like that sort of thing is like, you, it's it's possible to acquire that. And like it's possible to, to design something in that space and, and then even take it to a publisher who has the connections or, uh, you know, take it somewhere else um and or, or 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 you know approach it yourself there's there's a lot that goes into it but it's it's honestly it's like not uh it's not the most difficult thing and then on top of that there's also there's so much content being created there's so much media being created there's so many like indie comics that are coming out that man like uh <clears throat> you know there, there's tons of tons of comics and, and like tons of movies and, and and films and things like that that come out that are not like honestly, like even in video games too. Like uh, one of, one of our developers is talking to uh, the designer of a, a huge hit indie video game, and uh, like there's a, a possibility that we could we could be developing something in that space too. Uh, and like none of it's set in stone, but that's the, the idea is that there's so much out there, there's so much IP out there that, that you can use to help like drive your design, help drive uh, development of your games. And uh, I think it's I think it's really important too. Like I think it's going to be a big movement. Uh, in the in the game industry, uh, you're going to see like board games are a great way to help uh, brands grow their IP. So they're going to want to they're going to want to expand into that area. Yeah, definitely. And that's for sure going to happen as the board game industry grows more and more and more, and there's more people right. in it. I mean, it's it's more opportunity for people to grow their brands. And I think you bring up a good point. Don't go after Nintendo or Marvel. Yeah. You know, don't make an yep. Avengers game. You're probably not going to be able to get the IP. And even if you could, you probably can't afford it. Like it's just probably yeah, going to be too exactly. expensive. And so the more obscure the thing yeah. is the more likely you are to kind of be able to work with them or find a publisher that can kind of get the license for your game. And so I think that's a really good thing to keep in mind is like, don't, don't try to go to the top of the mountain, like go, go find somebody at the bottom or the middle of the mountain that you might actually have a chance with uh, for their, right. their intellectual property. Well, cool, man. Yeah. Any other uh, ideas or anything? Uh, Nothing off the top of my head. Just yeah, I mean, if it, like the, the other thing I wanted to say was that uh, developing uh, a game for an IP helps. I, I think personally helps drive uh, the design process because it puts a it puts an immediate constraint on it and gives you something to develop in and design in. And even if you do it as a just even as a as a practice, like I've. I've designed games uh, for IPs that just like, I, and I pitch them to publishers and stuff like that, and it just like it never it never panned out, and it's probably never going to pan out. But the fact that I did it and like put so much time into it was a really great exercise for me as a designer. Yeah, for sure, and it gives your game direction. Like you you yes. have something to point at as opposed to well, it could be anything. No, no, it needs to be this specific thing because this lines up with this specific character or this specific world. Right. It's just a really good design constraint. Well, awesome, Nolan, man. Again, thank you for your time. Thanks for coming on the show, and uh, good luck with everything you got going on right now. My pleasure, Gabe. Once again, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure talking to you.